slow down, you're moving too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the disco course. Feeling wonder of healing, groovy. Na 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 na. Kirby's disco world. This Kirby's disco world. I am disco Jesus, the voice for the voiceless. With me, Swiss cheese. That mulligan any works when I have to call can cheese. And actually in the studio, not so young, not so reckless, JK Disco. So guys, how was Vegas? We didn't talk about last podcast. You guys went to Vegas because Jefferson turned 21. Now he's a man, so now he can go gamble and see boobies in Vegas. We started off. The biggest thing we have to bring up right now, because I'm going to blame this all on Swiss. I was not a part of this decision making. As much as you say that I was a part of decision making, I definitely was not a part of it. We played Wild Horse in 90 degree weather, lack of water. Like we said, 21 now, kind of drunk. We played this course, not realizing kind of what the course is all about. You know, we see it on the pro tour or whatever, but 90 degrees, no golf court, not even decision. Uh, first of which, fuck you. Right, right, right off the bat. Um, no, man, we never thrown a golf course, so I didn't know how long. I had no anticipation. I know some of the holes are like misleading of it, thinking it would be tighter than it is. Um, then, yeah, and you could have bought water. There was a concession stand. The three waters that were there. Was purchased by me. I think they're like two dollars a bottle. I'm not paying two dollars a bottle for water, especially okay. when they said on the course that there would be water. And there was, uh, guess what? There was water. That yeah. other thing. This was probably the course with the worst directions I've ever seen. Oh man, no so bad, Reed. So bad. Like the map was like, the map was so <laughs> tiny. You couldn't see where the tee pads. You couldn't see where anything was. And then like the, there's no signage. There's. Like nothing. There's really nothing. If the girl didn't tell us where to start, we had no idea where to start. And I think this yeah. is like a bare minimum thing when we're talking about. I don't know if this is like in the top hundred of courses in the U.S. I'm gonna assume it is just because how just the name and you know the prowess of playing on like a disc golf or on a golf course. So to see like just some simple stuff that seems so fundamentally even like the local nine cool courses just seems so stupid to me. Especially when you're gonna have to make us pay you know five dollars for this round. But if you had to use golf cart fifteen dollars a person, just doesn't seem like again one of those. Now, I have need. a question. Is $15 for a golf cart? Does that mean you each get a golf cart? No. No, it's shared. That's stupid. Then I'll be like, you want to know what? I will pay $15 for a golf cart. I will pay $5 to walk. No, I'll just hop in a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the one thing that... I don't think that would work. But <laughs> I don't think that would work. I feel like we, we can't necessarily say if that's, like, a for sure thing that it was $15 a person. No, that's what Quinn said. Quinn yeah, but okay, again, we were not in the most sober minds when we were doing this whole thing. So, um, <laughs> yes. So, hammer drunk. Hammer drunk. Uh, first of all, the tea times are later there. You either go in the morning and you can play multiple holes or um, shorter, shorter layouts, or the afternoon is the long layout. So, we decided to go that, go more of the pro layout. Um, and, yeah, it was... I mean, okay, first of all, the thing that we have to break down is, was it worth the $5? Yes. 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 Hell of a walk. I wouldn't recommend or wish that on anybody. Would it have been worth 15 for the cart? Yes. <laughs> Hard yes. Hard yes. I think you realize that after, like, whole five. You're like, uh, right, right in. I, I, I think, I think you guys were turn really around. like, 
I don't know who bought the tickets, but whoever bought the tickets should have realized that it's a golf course, and what golf courses usually have are golf carts, and they're usually long, and they usually just being a person that lived on a golf course. No way you would have gotten the golf. You don't even pay for golf. Is your big brag? Exactly. You're gonna pay for a car, exactly. like as you're trying say, to say. I'm gonna say. There's no okay. way. So, and the course like that, are you just choosing not to play it then? Yeah, probably. Okay. Interesting. The $5 is too much? Yeah. The five, okay, because there's no other, like, I don't think there's anywhere ever. No, five, 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 $5 isn't too much. I just don't want to pay $5 to play disco. I'm sorry. You, you know, know what? what? If there was, okay. If I paid the $5 and there was water, yeah, okay. I, I would have been cool with it. I would be like, you know what? Willing to pay five dollars to play this course, and was it only? It was only a one-time play, right? That's what you guys said. I, I'm. I, yeah, but there's nothing timed because we walked forever and we were there for three honest, hours. The guy also said that like you didn't really have to make a reservation. He said that it's recommended. They can't yeah. guarantee you could be on the course, but you yeah. could. We could just walk down. 100%. Oh, see, all right, that's yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I think the whole the, the whole reservation thing. I don't know how like much they're supposed to be timing it off, but we had people walking all over us too. I think we had to like, let three groups play through. Granted, we were yeah. playing with the because we didn't know where everything was. We didn't have a tea or a, a golf cart, but still, I mean, if you're supposed to be having tea time to specifically spread out the amount of disc golf and the interaction between the two, that didn't work out. Especially if you're kind of also factoring the golf, because we were getting. We were, like some of the disc golfers were literally on the golf fairways. Yeah. Either they yelled at by golfers or, you know, balls were just coming um, in at any time. So there was golfers soft. playing too? That's yeah. Soft. Yeah. There was, yeah. Like, there was, like, that is a bad managed course then. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely more of a golf course than a disc golf course. 100%. At least during the day. So, like, yeah, they're com- more accommodating to the golf than. You, you should have went to the fucking lit up course at night. The attraction. With- yeah, I mean, I will say it was a great course. I really enjoyed it. I think, I think the fact that we were really drunk, these twenty first birthday, yeah, we were really drunk. That's the first time I ever played disco drunk. Man, Reed, it was so, it was so hot, like, and we were so drunk. I sobered up by like hole three, like I just sweated it out, like just, and then all of a sudden. But as far as layout, as far as like holes, um. I, it was a good course. And I will say, and maybe this is just because I play in the Midwest and I'm so used to just playing a lot of the wood golf necessarily. I don't have a lot of you know, opportunities to play on golf courses. I don't know. To me, I was almost playing for like the attraction of I get to play on a golf course because I've never done it before. I've never had the opportunity to do it. So I was okay with paying the $5 to have, like for me, it seems like the first experience, maybe one of the only experiences I get to play on an actual golf yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, and I can actually throw as far as I want. Just like, it was able to bomb it. That. Uh, so that's like more where I was okay with five dollars. Yeah, see, that's also what I'm like. I don't want any part of that. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I don't got the yeah, really. air out. I'm like, fuck this. I think I might have said before we even played. I was like, Quinn, I don't think like Reed would like this. I don't know if you're gonna like this just because the amount of holes where it was like, yeah, here's another 800 foot drive. Oh, here's an 1100 foot drive. Let's get to it. Yeah, see, I don't want any part of that. Um, man, I played. I thought I felt I played fairly well considering how early it is in the season. And my first throw was terrible. I, I was still drunk. I also think you're evolving in your disc golf mind to where you're okay with playing par fours or maybe before yeah. it was like, oh, fucking 800 feet, how am I ever going to make it there when you realize, okay, when you break it down, that's like, in reality, if I want to par, you only have to throw three 300-foot drives and you're 100 feet past the basket. So you yeah. can't make it. 
No, yeah, it, it's definitely, but it was definitely neat. The bunker play was kind of cool. I thought that was neat. We played it as just like the tournament. So if you got in a bunker, at least that's what was going on in my set. None of us got it in a bunker, right? I didn't. Uh, no, the only thing I did was I landed a green one time. I got you. So which so that, cool. yeah, that without knowing the lines, that might have been OB, but. Uh, it was 100 percent OB. Oh, it was 100 percent OB. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely cool. You had the the infamous like little shorty island hole. I think I can't remember the. This is where Quinn tries to slowly mention his story about how he was ace run that hole and he's so proud of it, but it went in the water. Yeah, it looked good. And then we ask you guys like, "Hey, I ace run it. Is it okay even though it went in the water?" I think we're both in the same. First of all, Matt, Jay, you are such a terrible like storyteller and shit talker dude, at the same time. Dude, okay, first of all, quick say whatever you want. It wasn't that close to being aced. I'm sorry. It was like 25 feet in front of the back. No, it was. I have a video. I have a video. Right, pull up the video. The my depth perception was off also with the other legal yeah. activities. Um, so maybe that might be it. But man, that was definitely closer than 25. So much. Dude, that was definitely within a solid seven to eight feet. You're crazy. Yeah, you're, so nah, nuts. You're, you're full of it. Pull up the video, we'll see. I felt good, and it was and it had like a little funky, like bounce up roll away. It wasn't that was should have stuck, should have stuck. Hey, but he played that whole one time land in the water nine times out of ten, he makes it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'll play. Yeah, it should have stuck. Bro, I mean, overall, I think Wild Horse one that I feel like I'm, I'm definitely okay with that. I hit not necessarily that do I want to go back in the you know, I'd go, 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 go back, but it's not like yeah. not rushing to it. I go um, back. And I'd do a cart, and I'd go back. I probably would have a lot more fun if I was if we had the cart. Yeah. We'd also be more drunk, and then probably no, like, like that's not like whatever, probably. <laughs> <laughs> overall, I said Las Vegas turtle success. Got some footage. We still got some to be able to see us play wild horse compared to maybe if you guys are out there playing it as well. But again, who knows how that's going to turn out? That was the best part. We're we're really drunk, and we're in the cab read. And I'm like, hey man, Jefferson's like, maybe we don't do a video we just do shots and not intro like nah man we're there we're gonna fucking own it we're gonna yeah. fucking do it and whatever it turns out maybe we do it on a patreon <laughs> so, <laughs> but we patreon. haven't watched it i think if we, if we don't do patreon we do the youtube fucking Remember. I think you have to have a thousand subscribers to do that. Though. Okay, well, then if people start subscribing, <laughs> so you can do that. That, that, would be cool, that would be cool. I know. I just want to fucking be a part of a live stream. I can, somebody can kill comments. I can make fucking crazy shit happen. That's all I want to do. He's going to have a bubble machine and shit. It's going to be like a fucking MLB I have home run. I bubble machines on shit, but we, I, just, I was thinking about uh, for, for a like, putting competition, they have one round where the bubbles are going into the chains. I know it won't have any effect on the disc. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be wild, man. It'd be real trippy. Yeah. 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 yeah, your face. Just have them on. I didn't the face be but, but if we do that, I want to get that fucking bubble fucking bazooka that shoots like a billion fucking bubbles. <laughs> yeah, this is all going at you yeah. This is yeah. why we need Patreon. Get all the stupid bubble stuff bazooka. that we never use. Yeah. You've never seen those videos? Oh, no. Google yeah. bubble bazooka. I guarantee you that their sales go up by like fucking five. At <laughs> least two. At least two. Yeah, I might go for that one. What All also right. happened this weekend that we did have the OTB Open, which is one of the one of the courses that we get to see. I guess what Don talking yes, about we are, we're stupid talk, shit. We are talk, done talking about stupid shit. We're gonna actually go into some of the disc golf things that happened this weekend. 
Nothing really happened. Fucking Whoa. Paige Pierce and Simon Lazat won. That's kind of like happens all the fucking time. When was the last time Simon Lazat won a tournament? Okay. Yeah. Big set. Are you blaming the line that why Ricky's dad, Ricky's dad didn't win that tournament? Is what you're trying to say? No, oh. I'm saying that I was joking because I was mixing up Ricky and Simon, but I know oh. that Ricky's the one with Lyme disease. Not oh. For having his, whatever his inflammation on his knee, too, I don't know if that was directly related to Lyme. I know people were like tweeting at him that it was because of Lyme, but he shot those uh, comments out pretty fast. Random facts for free. Cortisone shots. We saw he dropped out of the Masters Cup the weekend before, and he still had, he said he wasn't playing 100% on the OTB Open. However, he still managed to get a top four, which kind of surprised me, especially not after the greatest first round. Did you see that like tweet that he had about like draining the fluid or had like the most fluid drained out of his knee? Is what the like technician Guinness told him. Records? No, not yeah. not Guinness, but like the technician said. Which I feel like every technician would probably say that. Like, yeah, man, that's most fluid I've ever pulled yeah. out nowadays. It's like a nice easy icebreaker as you're taking like yeah, you're liquid out of a knee. fucking baking to somebody's knee and. Yeah, like, out the poison. Man, I really got a gusher here. I think there's like limited things you can like say in that situation where it's kind of like cool, but you're like, oh man, the tap's dry. And what anyway, of them yeah, is yeah. Hey, this is the most fluid. So, but Ricky's. I, I think like the last two tournaments have ended the same way for the men. It was just the top person just holding that lead and just nobody, nobody sniffing at them. And just walked away with it. I was really excited for that card. I really was. I thought there was going to be some big things. Kind of disappointment. In my yeah, as we, it seemed like we didn't see the Drew Gibson at his top ability. We didn't really. See, I mean, yeah, it's because he fucking broke his hip. What? Did he actually? No. Okay, the wife's saying it. <laughs> Wait, Drew Gibson's the one that fell, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he broke his hip. Saying that he's old and he fell. Okay. God damn, man, I can't even joke anymore. No, he's fucking like I'm like he broke his head. Like, Did you serious? Yeah, but like, with a broken hip. Holy like shit balls. I think I think we need to create a disclaimer like that pops up or like a noise. Where it's like yeah, like all the time. When I'm just fucking joking and fucking gullible ass fucking jumps and It's not my fucking people. But yeah, they're. Gibson did fall. I guess it wasn't mean. AB, we didn't really get to see the top, you know, AB playing because when AB's hot and like, that's how he gets his chances on these lead cards, he kind of just like falls back and mellows out. He is one of those guys too where it's like roller coaster. It's never like he's never a par golfer. It's always like he had seven birdies but six bogeys in the round or something like along those. You want to know what I think AB needs? AB needs like. No. Well, probably for both, but. We can do only one for only one for this golf. No. He's like, hey. You know what that is? You know what that is? A caddy. Yeah. No, AB needs no, to like, hit a putt, his first putt. If he hits like a circle two or a far circle one putt, AB's fine for the rest of the round. Is he? Yes. The problem is is when he's missing that first putt and he's on a struggle ball. Yeah, a lot of times when he does miss that first putt, he puts himself the same distance away from the next one that he has to do. And obviously, if he hits the most time when he misses the first one, he's not going to miss that or make that second one. We saw that personally at 2019 Worlds where 
I think it was he was oh, yeah. a quadruple bogey of just putting into 30 feet back to 30 more feet back to 30 feet. And when that happens, you can definitely sell, tell that he's getting on his own mind. And pretty much for the entire round after that, it's, the putting just goes downhill. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he has such like a fast, powerful, like putting stroke that it literally. Um, just literally, like if he misses, he's gonna air ball and it's gonna go, you know, 20 30 feet past. I think he went into a water hazard once on a missed putt, but yeah, man, there, he was doing some AB special things. The only problem and is that's one guy that you you guys kind of cooled off on. Fucking, uh, Swiss was really into fucking AB. I, I think, was I think, I think they, I think Gannon Burris took over fucking AB for you guys. You're right, but I, I think a, first of which Gannon. Is going to take over at golf, but AB um, is. I think it went, if AB focused on disc golf, he'd be he'd be up there. I think that that's the thing too. Is we're about to see him, you know, just graduating. He's going to focus more on disc golf, at least I would assume so, because obviously he can put up fourth place finishes. Not playing as great as disc golf. We've seen him playing since he was like 15, 16, around Gannon Burr's age. You know, with his mentor Paul McBeth, and we see a little bit of that in him. I think if he can like focus, especially on his putting, if he comes up and you know drains at least. Man, fifty percent more of his circle two putts, and figure out maybe that you don't need to throw a million miles per hour at the basket to make the putt. Then he's in a lot of positions because he is one of the top farthest scores on tour. Especially when we see him aired out at courses like OTB Open and a lot of that West Coast swing, where we do get to see him play his type of golf. Yeah, we've also seen that airing out his golf is really. Don't hold up in the second half, motherfucker. Yeah, but I think AB is like good enough to where he can hold that up. I think the, the inconsistency is there 100. We see AB shooting like minus fours at these rounds. Like when we, again, we're gonna look back at twenty nineteen. We might we might see AB. This might just be AB being AB, and it might not be something that you fix. It he, might be something mental. He did be. take second at this tournament last year, so I think there's at tournaments where he also has a comfort level. He plays really well. Sure, and then Ledgestone too. And like to back to the point of not being able to play once he tears up Northwoods black or and a gold for sure. I'm assuming black as well. Every time I've seen him play it. And that's one of the hardest wooded courses in the country, in the world, to be honest. And if he can tear up a course like that, I think that the translation is there. It's just more getting – it's going to be funny to say because he hasn't been playing disc golf since he's been 15 or younger. Where he just needs to get those reps in more of the, in the professional seat. Because yeah. I think that when he – I don't know if he's ever played a full entire tour because of school or whatever other reasons. And maybe it's because he doesn't want to. We've seen people like – I mean, like Austin Turner or Proctor, Revere, and maybe don't want to experience that whole, you know, I can understand why living on the road, (coughs) you know. Yeah, it's not 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 that hard to fucking. And I don't know what kind of cash you get. It's not that that hard to pass high school now. It's on the road or anything. So if you wanted to devote it, he could. Maybe he just wants to live the fucking high school life. Okay, well, I know he definitely lived the high school life. He was in a frat ASU, so. Yeah, college <laughs> life, like, university life. That's going like, to move forward into the rest of his career where he can What is high? I just don't see it. Like, being on Innova, I feel like they, he's one of those guys where they have to hopefully settle in for the long run. Right? His potential is clearly there. He's been doing numbers since, again, I'm going to say it again, like 15, where he knows what he's doing. He's a face where I think a lot of people like and he's not marketable, and Innova's losing everybody. You know I know what Anova is like the stepping stone. Anova is like the fucking um, Ricky Renteria. Like, like <laughs> right before they get good, and then they fucking go on to better things and go on to a better sponsor. 
fucking Calvin Heinrichs to be the next person that fucking does that. Paul McBeth, Ricky Wisaki, fucking all the others that fucking have moved on from Nova. Yeah. Nova's James Conrad. James Conrad. Nah, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, I would say of, James Conrad is a better example than. But I'm just saying, Ricky. all like Nova is the. And that's just how weird Nova is because it's like the stepping stone. But everybody who's anybody has anybody who plays this golf probably has a Nova in their bag. I think at one point in time, that's yeah, hundred percent. So that's the only place where you get it in stores. It's, yeah, you know, so it's it, where you see it everywhere. No matter what, I think there was a picture shown of what like the sales were like, and it still had Nova crushing. And they don't do anything. Yeah, like, the, like it just doesn't make sense how they're still surviving in twenty twenty two. I don't think Heimberg is going anywhere, but just off topic. But yeah, no, but it, you want to know <laughs> what the, this talk, is the reason they are like the reason they are is because people that don't watch the sport are throwing it over because that's the that's one that's, that, that, that's the one that's yeah. around there. That's the only thing they hear. Like it's either Nova or it's the uh, freaking it's lightning. Whatever. No, they're that. That was like the nineties. But yeah, yeah, that was my first attack. I I remember fucking my one of my friends uh, worked at a gas station in like the hood. They had him. Fucking like, oh, we have this golf this. Come look. Fucking, we came to look. And the fucking, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you can take one if you want. But like, what? I didn't give a fuck. Like, cool. Did you take one? Yeah. So that was a yellow one, do you know? The, the, op, the optimizer. I don't think I took the optimizer. That is my one, like, really crappy desk. I've talked about it before. That back when I was playing with Quinn when I was the youngest, like when Quinn first started throwing, like, they would outdrive me all the fucking way, fucking just down, like, and then I got the optimizer. And it just you have to say with that. Yes, you have to say it. It's always said. It's actually fucking optimized. That's that's why I would with accent. I'm like, okay, cool. So oh my god, (laughs) holy fuck! Uh, This is what I gave you, Reed. This is what I gave you. Fuck, man. We're gonna put fucking Jay back on Zoom. Oh, oh my gosh! It was just like no matter if I put on any any sort of hyzer, just kick back, kept straight. I loved it. And then like I'll say what happened. I came back to it after that my little my first little layoff and tried to throw it, and it was just trash. It was just trash. It was just because it was my arm speed and like the way I was throwing it just per- perfectly fit my game at the point in time. And then I got my arm speed got too. Had fast when I got to high school, but optimize them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and to round up the MPO side, then I'll have the OTV open bringing it back. We have Simon Lazat knocking it down, getting his first Elite Series win since 2018. So it has been a while since he's actually won an Elite Series event. I know he's won like Europe, uh, I think it's the European Championship, somewhere in Europe where he has wins, but specifically DGP Elite Series. This is the first one since 2018. Kevin Einberg, you know, bring up another second place finish. It seems like this is just a place where he loves to be. Aaron Gossage seems to tear up the OTB Open. This is his second year he's played it. Another top three finish. Ant Brella, we said, taking fourth. Ricky Wysocki, Chandler Fly, rounding it up in the fifth place spot. Oh, now I realize how much of an idiot you are now. Because you asked us if, if Aaron Gossage uses goose. Because you, you've heard the term goose gossage before, right? And that's the, Maybe, yeah. that, that, that's why. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> 
I think he's related to Goose Gossip. Yeah. He's actually related to Goose Gossip. Okay, so that's why. Because uh, yes. Goose But yeah, man, it's good things that Simon's definitely got the dub. I think it's going to. And it was, it was Simon's. Like, yeah, you know, it was nobody, legit. It was nobody was close. And it's I was a legit like, run. I was, I was happy to see that. I was like, I was like, oh, man, Simon's leading. I'm like, that's dope. I'm like, I hope Simon wins. To be honest, you know, that card was so, like, had a lot of, like, none of those top tier guys where, like, you, people would really, like, just jump onto. I think the only one that was really Calvin Heinberg, and that was, like, the least popular out of top five. But I don't think anyone else was cheering for anyone rather than Simon. Was Dude, Simon was at, like, nine down on, like, hole 14. And he was like, and the course record's ten, and like he threw OB, and you know what I mean. But so he, I don't, I don't think he got it. I don't think he got to ten, if I'm not mistaken. But like, I, the dude was lights out at the start, and then everybody else was playing playing poorly at that time. So, um, but it's gonna be good for disc golf because Simon brings eyes to the game of disc golf already, and when he can promote a win, it's gonna bring eyes to the tour. And what was even crazier because i was talking to the the, uh, the older brother because we didn't go to vegas um paige pierce going into day three was minus 11 and i believe the third i think calvin Heiberg was minus 12 and simon as i was like minus 13 or 14 and the other the the other ones were minus 11. And i just thought i'm like I'm like wow Paige is shooting the same as the males be at, at different tee pads, but it's still. I oh, think they're the same tee pads a lot of time. It was just some of the pars were different. Yeah, like some of the pars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but even mm -hmm. like just even to be shooting that is ridiculous. Like she, it, it's a shame her final day because this was this was another this was another one where it's just the person the person in the lead doesn't shoot well, and everybody behind her is. Nipping well, the one person behind her yeah. was nipping at her heels and freaking almost overtook her, which I was fucking surprised about. Like even go going in there, I'm like, I'm like, Paige's at negative eleven. Uh, I think we looked at the scores too, and we said that like the, it's if Paige would have lost it, she was on her own. Yeah, was, there's no way that Paige would try to page around that anyone would. Be yeah, Paige, Paige just and um. Paige has had Paige had a final round where she's had plenty of those type of rounds on this season. Yeah. In all honesty, and nobody really wants to bring it up, but like she's had plenty of blow up rounds. It's kind of been the it's also been the leader in the final round of of the FPO. That's been happening a lot lately too. Like Tatar had Tatar did it, Katrina Allen did it. There there's been there's been a few rounds where it's just been besides like the Tatar, Tatar's last win where she just took it and ran with it. There's been there's been a few times where the first place first place person has uh, has just took it and ran with it. And Paige didn't she did shoot. I I wouldn't say blow up. I think blow up a little bit extreme. It was even. Yeah. So it was like you know not obviously not one of the best rounds, but in the grand scheme of things, I think it was just the average round. Yeah, but. I mean, when I say blow up, I don't necessarily like talk score. I think like You're talking about the person, like when she's not hit, like when her line are are that off. That's Maybe, like yeah, I, she, that's what I consider a like, blow up. And when everything was to the left, it was it was yeah. she was really she was really off. And I don't know, like I don't know if she was just trying to 
like she knew how much of a lead she had and she's like oh i can just i can just pitch up and be fine and and she knew i don't know if she wanted to step on the throat that's what that's what i don't think she wanted to do in this tournament i don't think she wanted to step on the throat and just win by fucking 15 20 uh, 15 20 strokes like i didn't do you have a reason why you think that i have no idea but it just doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> no, I just. Love it. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't know why she wouldn't do that. Oh, I, I feel like well, you, the way you made it sounds like it was an intentional thing. I yeah. think it was an intentional thing, but I just don't know why she would do that. Like, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think. No, I, it just didn't seem like, cause I, cause I watched most of it and I watched on YouTube, uh, comments muted for my own personal yeah. preference, but, um, I don't think she, like, just all of her lines are really tough. I don't think she was, like, I think she was trying to lay up instead of, let me just park this and let me put this away. I don't, I don't know why she would do that. Maybe she wanted just to keep it close for some reason. I don't know. But Natalie Ryan shot a fucking unbelievable round. Yeah. It's a, oh, sorry. Unbelievable 17 or 16. 16. An unbelievable 16. Like, <laughs> yes. she... To come back from that and the pitch not shooting well, I don't know what pitch shot. I wish you could tell me what a pitch yeah. you shot. Him out. Yeah, and that's like I went. I'm betting Paige. Like if you put the apart with Paige, I'm betting under every fucking time. Yeah. Like if if you use our code Kirby on fucking Price Fix, that's the money, and they have Paige at fucking par, I bet under every single fucking round, no matter what. And that's ridiculous. So Paige shot. Unlike herself, and Natalie Ryan came back and fucking tied it. I was like, "Holy shit!" And I, again, the only two people here were me and my elder brother. And I'm like, "Like, hey, Natalie Ryan just fucking tied it. They're going into the, they're going into like the final. I think she tied final, final two, two holes. Two. Yeah, she's, they're going in the final two holes. Something crazy gonna happen. Uh, and I was, and in my head, I'm just like, "Let's go to playoff. That's all I wanted." Let's just fucking go to because we're we're already in a playoff basically. Let's just go into a fucking real playoff. Let's, let's fucking par 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 go into a playoff. You fucking settled it there. And Natalie Ryan did did the lights get to her? Did the fucking lights get to her? Do you think like she's like holy shit? I'm fucking gonna be a big deal. I'm beating Paige Pierce shooting. What was she shooting at the point in time? Nine down. She should nine down at that point in time. Fucking, I'm having an unbelievable round. This is going to be some fucking, that's going to be. One of the greatest comebacks of all time. Finish up the greatest. It's going to be big fucking deal. And then she fucking double bogeys, double bogeys, right? Double bogey, double bogey, double bogey. And what did Paige do? Par. Par, par, yeah. Paige par. Just to. Just so upsetting. Like, I yeah, shoot that like such a good round. That, and that that's that's the thing. Like, is it is and you can't say the lights got to right because she's shooting nine under, fucking with the lights. Like, mm-hmm. and I well, I think it's like man, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Paige Pierce, like, I yeah, it's gonna get to you because you know you'd be cruising your entire route, but you know that like. It's not over until you put that last disc in the basket. So I feel like the pressure only gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. Yeah, she does. It. She shot him. It was. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch the fucking. 
the comment section was toxic, but that's that's to be fucking. Yeah, I just hope the DGBT does a little bit better job. Of I, I mean, they, they were fucking deleting comments. At one point in time, there was almost 75% of the comments deleted. Like, <laughs> nice. it was a shitload of fucking comments deleted. It was a hefty majority of comments deleted. And even during the MPO, there was still fucking getting comments deleted about fucking talking shit, which fucking stupid ass fucking people. I'm like, I, I understand rules are rules. She's playing, she's dominating. You're just upset because she plays better than you. Yep. And that's like, like, you put any top female athlete against, like, Paige was shooting up to the male standard. Like, that negative, what was the hot room? How, yeah, see, that's like that negative was unbelievable, like really well for that. Career. Just to, if she would have part of the last two holes at neg nine, and you said, What did you say was it? Neg 10 was for the MPO. Was, for the I'm sure Paige yeah. said it with the, the day before, yeah. So, so with the neg 10, yeah, neg nine would have been fucking second, yeah. She was shooting unbelievable. It was, and it's just a shame that double bogey to have a go double bogey, double bogey mm -hmm. is fucking. Terrible. They did not. It did not grow out of second place, right? Oh, she got second. Okay, and that was just a, a two-horse race like that too, where it was nowhere near anybody. Like why would you not want to like have a down to the wire presentation and put that out there for disc golf? And why would you not root for that? You know what I mean? Like that. And that's apart from that's my problem with like you said in the comments is it stops being about disc golf, and it's about just making your own side know. Like yeah. the, the, this is. That competition and what happened at that tournament and her coming down the way it was was awesome. Like you said, Reed, Reed was really excited about it, really into it, and you know what I mean? Why can't we just take that away with it like, and take that as it is and just be what it is? The rules are rules. She's in within the rules. Get over it. But and I, and like you said, I hope we got to protect the players. We got to we gotta make sure that you do your – as far as that tour – you are the players, and you need to support them in every way possible. And I'm glad that they deleted the comments. I'm glad they did that. But there may need to be more, especially if, she's, if she goes on a tear. Yeah. If she goes on a tear. And one of the biggest supporters was Paige. Yeah. And she, she tweeted, uh, I think she posted on Instagram. She had really emotional uh, at the end with it. Like, just – but – that wasn't the biggest news. The biggest news on the OTB is fucking KJ USA can't fucking DJ. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go trophies there. This is where I thought you were going to go. Because that was after OTB was KJ's thing. <laughs> uh, I guess we can talk about the trophies for a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I really want to talk about them, though. To be honest, it's like they were shitty. Okay. Yeah. And, and is it really that big of a deal? No. Oh, I, I'm confused. Who's upset about that? People on Twitter talk shit. So, so there was not, not the pros. Not the pros. Because those two pros that got the trophy, probably yeah. care. Yeah. Like, I, I love it because 
fucking page had uh, different trophies, like the actual cups. She uses them fucking as uh, pots for her plants. You could do a little bit of a better trophy. Let's be fair. Of course you can. Let's be fair. Like I'm not I'm not asking for like the glass blown like ledgestone or anything along those lines. How many how many uh uh, which we do tournaments for the OTB sponsor. One, one. Oh, it's just one. Yeah. Sorry, it's just one. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 I'm not, not OTB. I, sorry, MVP. Well, OTB. Yeah, so but it's MVP. MVP. How many? How? Because MVP presents OTB or whatever. How many does MVP do? I don't know. They did Maple Hill. Maple Hill for sure. Because right, yeah. I think. Because if I'm not mistaken, that's who everybody's getting mad at. It wasn't OTB. It was fucking MVP. Because MVP like, made the trophies. If I'm not mistaken, okay. if I if I'm not mistaken, I'm not, I'm not for sure on that. But because I, I saw something with Simon holding his trophy, and they said MVP blah blah, blah. and maybe this this trophy is just not their big tournament. And if they have maybe help, maybe help probably a bigger tournament, so they're gonna have a bigger trophy. This is one of the second like, and it's just a. Uh, this is this is kind of a big deal, right? This tournament is kind of a big deal. It's an elite series. It's an elite series, yeah. It's it, it's big deal for OTB, I think, and that's why I think the OTB kind of should have done like a, better, a little bit better job. I see, understand the argument of like, if you if a pro would have won who was like touring a van or his car, and this is a big ass trophy, like they're not gonna want to carry that around anywhere. So I understand that that like the preserve where it's the fucking giant log carved <laughs> log. Fucking like the world's the oh, fucking big ass. Oh, they don't get to keep that. Okay. Fucking right. big ass spell from worlds. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I, I personally like for like tournaments that are like OTV open or maybe a little bit more prestigious. Like the preserve. I'd rather see like you have a big ass trophy and like it just stays at the clubhouse forever and like every year you know that name gets added on. So like Sam okay. Yeah. Yeah, but. There has to be something for well, that's like a cool attraction when you go to that course. Yeah, too. but there has to be something for the pro. So, man, here's my this is my problem with the fucking thing is well, you got such well, unique trophies yeah. in disc golf. You have the state buckle, you have the buckle, you you got like there's a bunch of unique trophies, and you throw a disc like, with a slapper label on it. Yeah. That's where I see people's argument. Now, as far as the pros go, yeah, I'm sure they don't mind. Like, whatever. It's it's not about that. It's probably more about the check. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe more money went to the thing. And to go off something, I just had a great idea. How cool would it be to win that bell for Worlds and have that as, like, your dinner bell? Every time before dinner, you just ring the world's fucking dinner bell. That would be the dopest thing ever. And you want to know what we're fucking – Conrad shot his van, he just fucking detaches the belt the end of the, on the side of the fucking van so he could ring it. That's pretty much what happened at the OTB Open. There is no tournament next week. There is one in, I want to say Finland, but this is in Europe. I know Evelyn is coming back, kind of just going to be playing after him. So hopefully, see a little bit of kind of putting action, see maybe see some improvements on that. That'll be kind of a one of the setting factors. However, Evelina. We had Evelyn tear up the whole European side and then come over and not translate over to America too well. So maybe this will be a little bit turning. It's because of the fucking Eastern Hemisphere, though. So her putts, like, 
and try to like different the western hemisphere. She doesn't. It rotates differently. Maybe. Figured out yet? <laughs> Jefferson didn't believe that one. You're good. <laughs> no, see, we're chilling. However, that's gonna lead us off in two. Professionalize that. Revving up your engines. Listen to her howl and her roar. Met her under tension, begging for you to take and go. Highway to professionalize that. Riding to professionalize that. This is professionalize that. Where we take some category, be it movies, TV, mascots, and we choose a character from that category and turn them into a professional disc golfer. This week, in honor of fucking Top Gun, and we've already done Bob's Burgers, so we would have done that shit. Um, in honor of Top Gun, we're going with professionalized Top Gun. So we each show his character from Top Gun and made the professional disc golfer. I guess Quinn's starting off because that's what he wanted. And- <laughs> Let's go. I wanted nice. You, you, you said I'm going first. It's Top Gun. How do you not go with Maverick as first? I, I think I, it's just fucking implied. Personally, I think we go with Maverick last. No way. You're crazy. Either way, Maverick should start. Maverick should start. Either way, fucking Maverick should There is much known or said of Pete Maverick Mitchell after the NFE conflict of the SS Lawton. He simply decides to be an instructor at the Top Gun Academy. Closing credits. But it was at this point in Maverick's life where he fell in love with more than fast jets, fast bikes, and fast women, faster women. The Academy installed a disc golf course on a property in 1989. Knowing Goose loved to play the game and always tried to drag him on the course, Maverick grabbed Goose's bag and headed to, uh, to the course. At the very least, it would be less oily, overtly masculine, muscular flexing poses and hard thigh chafing that the local volleyball matches brought. Who the fuck plays sand volleyball in skin-tight bleached Calvins, by the way? Maverick had a difficult time at the start. His bravado and overconfidence, along with some of the present drama he was facing or dealing with, um, created some bad holes in his game. It wasn't until he opened up his game and really tried to attack each hole by any means necessary, even flipping the disc inverted if need be. His unconventionalness is what made him dangerous. Anova called and offered him Goose's sponsor spot. Maverick's bag is so small, he rocks only simple Makos for the mids, Leopards, and a Boss, but his signature discs are what keeps him popular. The AVR Shade Stamp Putter is his favorite, then he also has the Take My Heart Away Eagle. And last but not least, the Talk to Me Goose Valkyrie in respects. RIP. I guess I'm going to follow that one with Goose then. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense, right? I didn't know if everyone was just going to get yelled at for that. No, that just makes sense. I feel like this is really sad, but I feel like I do have to present this one as I do most, <laughs> most professionalized that recently. I've never seen Top Gun. I've already got braided about this, so I hopefully don't see any comments about that. However, I do have Nick Bradshaw or Goose, who is going to be on Innova as well, rocking cheetahs, leopards, rocks, everyone else. He's like the big germ. He kind of slides into that role, and I guess if we're going off on the canon that Swiss provided, he's the germ before the germ. Uh, <laughs> forehand ways, again, maybe that's what the germ got it. However, not rocking his cool mustache. I did see that and looked it up, man, and that left an impression on me. I think he might have a better mustache in this off than Gavin Rathbone. Or for no reason that matter. You know, and that's kind of a big deal. When I look at it, it seems like a forehand whiz kind of just whipping it around there. 
putting all around the green from circle two, circle one, it doesn't matter, dropping them all in. And he has, you know, made a name for himself in the putting arena. So Inova decided to make him his own putter called the Goose. And the reason was that was because he wasn't feeling the AVR theme. He wasn't feeling like every other pro putting with the AVR because it only made sense for him with the whole aviation theme. But he just wasn't feeling it. So he decided to go off on the resemblance of himself and rocking the signature series Goose. As well as some of his other signature series he has. Uh, he did it before this, however, did have the AVR of You Got That Love and Feeling. And then he has the Great Balls of Fire, which is his signature series Firebird, which is almost the same exclusivity as the Sexton Firebird. However, you know, obviously, it's got that Great Balls of Fire, which probably has a better name than the Sexton Firebird, in all honesty. And then finally, the I Got the Need for Speed, which is the Destroyer. And then on this one, it's pretty much on all his discs and all of what he sells his merch. Think of the Gavin Rathbone shirt, but it's just a mustache everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and finally, the one thing about Goose that kind of is it his main thing other than his putting is if this dude sees a water hole, he cannot play it. He's cannot play water holes without going in. Oh, great. Man. Too soon. Too uh, soon. <laughs> there's some similarities in the fucking in the fucking professionalized that sounds weird. And like ours too? Yeah. That's funny because I blacked out during his I didn't hear any of what he said. Nice. Uh, that, that, that's so uh, that might be a ghost writer maybe. All right. <laughs> he just railed it in front of you. What the fuck are you talking about, Ghost Raider? But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Leave it in the comments, guys. Leave it in the comments. Tell me if you guys saw what I saw or heard what I heard. Uh, mine is Ted Iceman Kaczynski. Or Todd Kowalski, I guess. You know what he's going to say. Yeah. I fucked up the name. I've never seen the name. I know. But anyways. Tekazensi um, was a killer, a murderer. Yeah. This guy is the Paul McBath before Paul McBath. He is the, yeah. to, the, the top guy, the fucking winning fucking seven worlds, winning fucking all this shit. He is going to this craft, of course. And he doesn't throw up his own. He said, fuck the zone. I'm throwing my own shit. The Aviator. Yeah. Fucking this part is called the Aviator. He said, fucking over. Aviator. AVR, aviator, bitches. He's also throwing the focus because he's focused. Buzz, because he's always got that buzz on. Meteor, in honor of Goose, because that's the way fucking Goose hit the water like a meteor. Fucking, uh, he's also throwing the Skywalker because, I'm sorry, the Stalker because he stalks fucking Maverick's girlfriend and fucking almost had a creepy thing going on. Cam <laughs> um, he also throws an archer because um, back when back in high school he was on the archery team and they called him Dead Eye because he was so good at archery. Um, of course, the Iceman is his signature driver. They made one for him because they do stupid names like that, like the Undertaker and the Hades. Fucking the Iceman. Um, the Scorch again for Goose's honor because his fucking thing scorched to the ground. And the Thrasher. When, when he sleeps, he thrashes in the bed. Also canon. Um, his logo, he has this bullshit fucking stupid-ass Iceman logo. Think of Paul McBeth's logo, just fucking dumber. And fucking with ice crystals on it. So that is all over his Where The back lens is a big-ass fucking logo there. There's a big-ass Iceman logo right at the bed, right at the pocket. And the rest of it is just like icicles hanging down. Dope ass looking grip bag, but it's still got his little web there. 
think about it, guys. He's the Paul Macbeth before the Paul Macbeth. He put his logo on everything, fucking doing all that shit, throwing this crap. And his talent speaks for himself, winning tournaments, winning everything. Everybody in the FBO hates him because of his misogyny, misogynistic views and his misogynistic fucking word of phrase. Um, he, he is the fucking disc golf right and ice man. How do you feel about that? Never seen Top Gun. Is that feel alright? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What? Yeah, you like that? You're kind of right, I guess. I don't know how neither of you see I, if you see Top Gun, but seems like we gotta watch Top Gun. It's like in a top hundred of all mo- like movies. Like it's up on that it's on every cool. list. I don't, really, I don't know. It's about planes, right? Planes, trains, and automobiles. There you go. <laughs> another movie you probably haven't seen <laughs> neither of you have seen all right let's fucking move out of all right we're going to do some cutting puzzlers cutting puzzlers where dreams come true Ooh. all right we, to start we have a little bit of a game that we came up with is what happens first i'm going to say a scenario and these guys are going to say what they think is going to happen you will first. also give your opinion i will also give my opinion First, let's start. We set the rules of these fucking games. No, Jordan always does this. He's like, he's like, man, we're gonna play the game. I and I'm gonna that. put it out there, and I'm not. I'm gonna read them, and you're not, I'm not gonna give my opinion. So I don't get in trouble when fucking you say something stupid. Because I'm not gonna say something stupid. But now I'm gonna have you say something stupid, bitch. Yeah, Go. Awesome. All right. What happens first? Simon Zach gets his next win, or Paul McBeth does. <sighs> Paul McBeth does. I know. I think I spread the stat of <laughs> Simon Lee's first elite series since 2018. I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, I think. But he's he's throwing great. Even the tournament before this, as far as who's Paul throwing McBeth best throwing right now, that. Simon is. But you want to know what? Paul, uh, I'm gonna go. With Simon is out. Wins net. Wins his next tournament. Paul McBeth wins the tournament after that. How about this buzzer? Would either of you be surprised if Simon gets another dub this year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. You'd be surprised. I just said he hasn't won. I know, but I'm, yeah, but as far as what he, how he's no, throwing, he he's doing what right year now. Off. He never took a whole year off. He took later years in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, but wasn't his lighter year like not playing at all? No, it was like 10 events, 8 events. It was just elite series. I can't see everything. Um, no, yeah, I still think it's pretty much locked up. Palm of Beth. I'll take that bet all day. You want to know what? Give me Simon. He's winning next week. Next, next week? There's no tournament next week. Okay, I said the next tournament. Whatever. Okay, well, fuck it. All right, next. Next, what happens first? KJ wins an elite series event or he DJs at EDC. I'm going to go with DJ. No, he's trash. <laughs> he's not going to DJ. You're hating on uh, round one, front nine? No, he's not good. That wasn't a good. No, I'm going to go with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good in general. Um, no, like, I, it kind of just seemed like fucking, like, he went to YouTube and went EDM beats and pressed play. It's like, yeah, He's got the Jomez in there. He's got Jomez all in there. Beats, yeah. Sometimes you hear Road Wars. See? Road Wars. I don't know. It's not like the Mortal Kombat one, I'll be honest. But, damn, uh, uh, it's not. There was nothing right now, but... Yeah. So what was the question? He goes he DJ. Gonna, he's not going to DJ EDC. But I was just saying an EDM concert. Like more than just one that's at the tournament at like the pre like celebration. Like he's got to be bigger than that. Dude, man, you guys are fucking nuts. If if KJ puts out a fucking CD, oh it's going to sell in the community. 
Okay. Like it doesn't mean he's not gonna do fucking record. Like it doesn't. I'm not saying he's gonna fucking have a platinum at him or shit. But I'm gonna say he's gonna carve out a nice little fucking payday, like girthy jerky, and fucking every other sponsored disc golf side project that everybody. Yeah, you only have to buy one. You only have to buy one fucking. I think it's a little harder to be a musician than it is to sell beef jerky. I get that, but fucking yeah, people are gonna fucking spend ten dollars on a fucking. Album drop of KJ. What well, uh, a lot of people do that. Good amount, of, good amount of people. Like people who don't even fucking like the music will fucking still buy that fucking thing because it's just got KJ's name on it. I, and it wasn't terrible, I, but it definitely did smash. Just wait till round one. Back nine comes out, dude. dude back nine is good. Back nine better be better. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing of the front nine, day one front nine, made me really feel good about the rest of my no, rounds. Is what I will hold say. I'm sorry, everyone in my rounds like that for now. Like if any of, if this came, like if you put out a CD or whatever, would yeah. would either of you purchase it? No. <laughs> no. No, that's not my music though. Like also, I don't. Not, you know what? I think the only way we purchase it is for content. No, we probably purchase for content. Yeah. Patreon. Say that and never do anything with it. You know what? I'm going to fucking play that bitch on fucking cycle and do a round and let's see what happens. I'm listening to fucking KJUSA, fucking Maple Open, this too, on repeat, until my ears bleed. All right, what do you got next? Who gets their next win, or what happens first? Natalie Ryan wins, or Brody Smith wins? Oh, both have gotten second. Yeah. Um, Give me Natalie Ryan. Natalie Ryan. Yeah, I think think everything needs to go right perfectly for Brody Smith. Okay, are we counting Silver Series? I was going to say, I think Natalie Ryan wins a silver this year. You know what I mean? Possibly. Not maybe not this year. But like, but I think Brody has the same chances at some of these silver where like not a lot of people go where he can put up a decent mm. couple rounds. Yeah, Ezra fucking – Ezra's won a silver series. Who? Maybe. Didn't he? I don't know. Like, Ezra? It's not popping in my head. Was, can- was that fucking Canyon's bullshit silver series? Who? The Canyon's bullshit. Gannon? No, the Canyon's bullshit one. That was a silver. That was, it was silver. silver. It wasn't a silver at the time, though. The next year became a silver. Okay, so. Uh, okay. So, no, it was eight year. I think it might have been a silver. Okay, well, that, well that's a silver. I don't season. think it was. That gives Brody winning that suit. That fucking bullshit. Nah, I, he doesn't play that good there. We've seen him play there. Okay, but I'm saying, but then he can, he can fucking find the black. Even Black Squirrel finds it out once in a while. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Brody too. I think that he's just. I don't know. I don't. I don't think anybody wants Brody. I think I'm gonna go Natalie. Natalie, I think. I think everything. Her, her second place finish was a lot more impressive than Brody. Yeah, I think everything has to go right and go perfectly for three rounds. For like a fucking, and one of those rounds has sixty mile per hour winds. Maybe is you know what I mean. Everything just has to go. I get you. He has to play. He has to play perfectly, and everybody else has to fucking. Now there has to be a uh, very light field, or a fucking. And that's the one thing. Like only person the Europeans are missing from this one. This was this had Katrina Allen, with Nana Ryan. This had Paige Pierce. This had Hindi King. This had Sarah Holcomb. This, yeah. this had the fucking. This had Ella Hansen. This had this had fucking. This had this was a. 
It was legit. Yeah. All right, next one. What happens first? Matty O finishes tumbling a rock or Ganember putts? Matty O. <laughs> 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 it was a funny question. It was. It was funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rock time takes a long time. It takes days. It takes days. I'm going to say, um, Ganon Burr. You said Ganon Burr, right? Yeah, I did. All right, cool. I'm making sure. Ganon Burr will make a putt before. Um, Matty O rock tumbles. Rock tumbles two rocks. But he will finish the first rock before. Can Matty O. Fill and start a rock tumbler before a Ganon Burr putt. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, rock yeah, you got like screw shit and like put other stuff in there, right? Like a polisher or something. The rock. I don't know. You know Looks fun as fuck. No, I, <laughs> I, I watch when they tumble stuff that's not rocks. They're like, oh, we're going to tumble these Hot Wheel cars. There was Hot Wheel cars in there. I'm like, this is after 21 days of rock tumbling. 21 days? Yeah, yeah man. Cool. I thought it was like an overnight thing. No, no. Well, can, but that's not going to give you a good fucking. That's yeah. not going to give you like a good. Like it depends what you want out of them. Gotcha. And it's like the grit rock tumbling is an art form. It's so Maddie O. Fucking that he rock tumbles, which is kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, because it's an art. Like you have to figure out what grit you put in there, what fucking everything, how long you do it for. You do it too long, turns into fucking ice cream. It's just weird. Just weird. And the last one we have, what happens first? Haley King top three or Kyla top threes? Yeah, I, think, uh, this is, uh, I read it and I feel stupid because it's going to be Kaylee King. <laughs> it's going gonna, gonna to be that easy? I don't know. Haley so, King's fucking not doing well. She's not. But like, I, think I, think, I, don't know, I don't know what's wrong with Haley King. She's just something. It's, I don't know if it's their mental. You like, said this, though, that she was going to have a rough first year with Innova. Yeah, I did, but I don't think it would be this rough. <laughs> no, it's just really Haley King. She's really weird. She's really weird. I think um, Kona's best courses or what she does best are behind her. Oh, behind her. Shit. So I'm gonna go Haley King. Yeah, it's. I got root for Haley King. She. She's she's my second favorite FPO. This golfer. Nice. Yeah, the King's your second? Who's your first? Yeah. Come on, he cyber stalks her, man. Okay, a little easy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm saying that. She's just so like she's just so fucking hands above the rest. And I, I don't really like Tartara. She she scares me. <laughs> like like she's she's really like, I can hang out with Tatara, I I think I just don't come from Okay. On that note, that's going to wrap up episode. Oh, we didn't even make a reference. This is episode 69. Number two! With a hairy view! Episode 69 of Kirby's Discord World. Hope you guys did enjoy it. Follow us on all our social medias right in every podcast. If you enjoy it, it definitely helps us out. And make sure to tune in next week for episode 70. See ya! 70!